Jay Butter and Popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea Butter and Popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea Butter and Popcorn with Taj and Chelsea. Episode 2, Act 2. <laughs> Shea Butter and Popcorn is the moisturized podcast giving you the exclusive. This podcast focuses on reviewing the latest films of today. My name is Chelsea Johnson. I'm a singer, actor, and all-around movie lover. Actually, popcorn has what I call the buttery guilty pleasure goodness. No other popcorn helps me feel so positively happy about stuffing my face in front of a film. Actually, popcorn, snack like you mean it. <laughs> Taji, let them know who you are and what we're talking about today. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to episode one. My name is Tajiana. I am also an actress, also filmmaker, and I love, love, love storytelling. And like I said, I love black stories, black narratives, black everything. I'm a, di- a diversity advocate equity and inclusion advocate and i'm so so excited for this episode so yes (laughs) movie lover everything okay love it i am so so excited today we are talking about our favorite directors and our favorite 90s movies my favorite era y'all y'all already know what it is it's the best i mean Okay, you take a couple millennial college grads and college buddies, okay, named Chelsea and Taj, and put them together, and then that's what you get. Of course, we love the 90s. Right. I mean, there's so many great movies. Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise, need I say more? But before we get into that, let me just say, Black films are truly incredible, but Black films are definitely being brought into the limelight with their inclusive stories during this era. This is when they were truly shining during that time period. Yes. Boys in the Hood, rest in peace, John Singleton. For real, higher learning. Um, Best Man, uh, Poetic Justice with Janet Jackson. Control. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. This is our favorite song, you guys. I love her. What have you done for me lately? Uh, Every time somebody (laughs) mentions Janet, she just goes, Control. Yes, work, work, work. You know, oh. she actually just had um, the 30th anniversary of the Rhythm Nation. She did. Um, oh yeah. I love yeah, yeah. her. We are a part of the Rhythm Nation. Oh my God. Hey, I love hey, Janet. Oh, hey. okay. uh, uh, she's so cute. Oh, my God. And the hair and the... Uh, Yes. I wish y'all could see Chelsea right now, but we're just gonna keep it. Ro- we're just gonna keep it rolling. My favorite directors. I'm gonna start off with the person that I talked about last week. Y'all know I love Quentin Tarantino. Definitely would put him as one of the number ones. I love it. Also, Taj, I recently got a coach bag and a matching wallet, pink ombre. And you may be like, "What does this have to do anything?" Well, I so got concerned. this coach bag, which is pink with the matching wallet and because it's pink i named it mr pink after reservoir oh my gosh (laughs) of course you would only you only you (laughs) anywho quentin tarantino did movies like reservoir dogs of course pulp fiction hateful eight jangle unchained once upon a time in hollywood yes leo starred in two of those movies that i named but that's an aside anyways (laughs) tarantino (laughs) is Known for having really provocative content, 
but it comes across in such an absurd yet enjoyable way. So it's like what I like to call it black comedy meets like exaggerated experiences with a ton of blood and guts. That's his MO is blood and guts. In my opinion, he's into the journeyman storytelling. And when I say journeyman, Mm -hmm. I mean the character has an epic version of their life portrayed because Django has so many different transformations and evolutions. For example, Django Unchained, it came out in 2012 starring Jamie Foxx, so gifted, Leonardo DiCaprio and Queen Kerry Washington. And I likened it to Joseph uh, Campbell's A Hero's Journey. And Joseph Mm. Campbell, that that philosophy of A Hero's Journey that actually uh, for all the Star Wars fans out there, George Lucas had uh, totally studied and kind of copied for the Luke Skywalker storyline. Anywho, his content kind of mirrors that of the evolving character of Django, where you have a subplots within the one big plot that helps eke out that ever-changing tone that encompasses his movies. Uh, I think that Tarantino's probably an introvert. You know, I feel like he's probably kind of like a, yeah, a wallflower, a hermit. You know, I've never met him, of course, but... <laughs> I have no idea entirely. But I think I like to think he is. I see him uh, coming off as an extrovert, though, even though he's probably introverted. I see him coming off that way. That weird kid in class, you know, that you actually kind of just see him as refreshing with his flagrant disregard for what's considered cool or acceptable with Hollywood. Like he's always pushing the envelope, you know. And I know that right now in 2019, the wave of not caring is totally in. But he's always. <laughs> I feel like he's always like that, whether it was in fashion or not. Coming in next, I have to give props. Definitely old school, but, you know, I love his work. Alfred Hitchcock. Amazing Good old character. Alfred. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> the Birds with Tippi Hedren. Oh, my goodness. That movie spooked me the first time I saw it. And I know it's, like, old, but my goodness. And Psycho, of course. Everyone knows Psycho. Amazing. Oh, shit, yeah, Anthony hungry. Perkins. That <laughs> Right. in the shower and she's like, just, that's my mom's favorite thing to do <laughs> I love it that time though it's October so everybody's gonna right. be on that psycho wave oh yeah Ryan Coogler okay the king Ryan Coogler that's Black it queen. that's that's all you have to that's say right. that's, that's like, literally right. all you have to say is Ryan, Ryan Coogler <laughs> Okay. We love him. We, we love, love him. Ryan. And if you don't know who he is, just like, I don't even know what to say. If you don't know who Ryan is, like, what are you doing with your life? I mean, you like, know, not everybody can be, you mm. know, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, Black Panther, if you don't know, Marvel's MCU, Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. Fruitville <laughs> Station, starring Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Uh, if y'all don't know, Ryan is an Oakland native. Fruitville yes. um, Station is a very, very powerful film that is close to all of our hearts, those of us who are Bay Area natives. Yeah. Um, it's not a movie you watch more than once. No. Oh my gosh. It's a very I'm important like a story. Watching it. it's, yeah. it's so important. Uh, yeah. Creed and Creed 2 also starring Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Like Taj said, Coogler is an Oakland native. He's really a bonafide mogul in the making. I mean, he went to USC. Yeah. His, his wife actually was his college girlfriend at the time at USC. And she bought him a screenwriting software program to tell his stories. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Talk like, about building. Taj, you let him know who your favorite directors are. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Okay. We're going to start, since we're talking about um, 90s movies, 
black films. Um, I'm going to start off with the iconic Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I always get gassed up when people <laughs> tell me that I am the female Spike Lee Ooh. up and coming because it's such Ooh. an honor. Yes. It's such an honor to be yes. just, wow. Um, yeah. But I can never compare. I can never compare. They um, only call Taj that because, you know, she does the right thing. Okay. Once again, good night. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks, Chels. But, but um, Spike Lee is just, I don't even know what to say. He is just an icon. He's an icon. He's always working on something new, something fresh. Um, he definitely gained so, so much traction um, during this era that we're talking about, um, just with like his film, Do the Right Thing. Um, we are looking also at his other new works like Black Klansman. If you haven't seen Black Klansman, check it out. It's really, really interesting. Um, he is, he just has a very creative, unique touch to um, exploring Black narratives in cinema. Um, and I'm so appreciative for his work. When I went to New York for um, a media and entertainment conference called Future Now in May, um, I was able to stop by his production company. It was closed, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, I was on the outside. Um, they would have been like, security? No. But I was on the outside, um, and I got to see 40 Acres and a Mule um, Filmworks. So um, I have some pictures up on my Instagram. Super, super, super great experience just to be surrounded by that energy. Um, but yeah, you know, we got, she's got to have it, um, you know, the movie and the TV show, man. <laughs> um, school days, like I could go on and on, but he is just, we thank him, thank him, thank him for his contribution to the culture. Like yeah. he's amazing. Ava DuVernay. Uh queen mm. queen queen like i she has given me the inspiration that i've needed to pursue the directing side of my career like i believe it was when i watched um i watched 13th um on netflix um exploring mass incarceration and yeah. black men I knew at that point, I was like, okay, I for sure want to like do documentaries mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as a part of like, yeah, my wheelhouse. And she just does everything with such grace. And she's just so authentic to getting the story out. Like she is a true storyteller and she does everything actual factual, man. Like she's yeah. just really like raw cutthroat, like down to business. Um, If you haven't seen her recent work, when they see us, please mm. do. Oh, um, it's the very five. the exonerated uh. five. It's it's very heavy. <clears throat> I wouldn't advise <laughs> watching it all at once. Um, I personally had to like split it up and like put a couple days between each episode or each series yes. or each yes. part of the series. Sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's wow. So much great Selma as well. Like she just has so Selma. much great. Work and the research out. that went into Selma. Oh my goodness. A lot. Like that is, you really have to have, you really have to know what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. so I just know she spends so much time like in pre-production, like preparing and making sure that everything is like well thought out. Like I just appreciate her so much. And she, she is one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing. So yeah. um, we thank you, Auntie Ava, for your contribution to the culture as well, for telling our stories. We love you and we thank you. Last but not least, Jordan Peele, my guy. <laughs> my guy. Jordan. Like, 
Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Mr. Peel. What the heck, man? Who are you? He's <laughs> like he's Nike fresh. <laughs> oh my gosh. He <laughs> I just he he's a mastermind. Like he is a complete mastermind. And he just showed up on the scene like, well, you know, I do comedy, but also I could like direct some like interesting like movies for you. Like, what are these storylines, sir? Yeah. Like, I appreciate like, like I the appreciate jump his contributions. From Key and Peel, because I loved Key and Peel. And like, yes, you And it's like, A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. <laughs> like, he's hilarious. But yeah. also like, he just, you know. on the rise the catalyst for his career like get out come on now like that after i saw that film like i was also like okay i want to pursue like telling black stories in a fresh and innovative way like what a way to get the conversation started around race relations it's so funny because the way he's making stuff it does remind me of who you talked about earlier spike lee yeah um, with black landsman you know and it's interesting the way yeah yeah the next generation he even said like oh i really don't see myself like casting anything but like black actors for a while it's like there's nothing wrong it's just like i've seen that story before Mm -hmm. and i just like i so appreciated when he said that because like you said it's like we're gonna talk about it we're going to like us wasn't even about race relations but he just included an all black like cast as leads and like Mm -hmm. you know obviously you can take away like race race relations from it but like or racial like implications but that that like wasn't central to the story but now it's like hey let's just have a scary movie with black people and it's not even about like blackness like now we get to like expand beyond like just like our our being and our like culture and like things of that sort and just like hey let's you know do a rom-com just because like there's no like it doesn't have to be about blackness it doesn't have to be like there doesn't have to be some super heavy conversation like let's just make a story that centers us just because and right and that carefree light because i feel like we don't really get a chance to be carefree we don't get a chance to show that right so i think that yeah exactly definitely. i'm super excited um i'm definitely gonna watch us again around halloween time super excited um yeah jordan peele mastermind wow like inspired me to pursue this film stuff too so we'll be getting into our next segment which is my favorite 90s movie boop, 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 boop. Oh, 90s 90s 90s, hey, 90s, 90s 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 leg warmers leg warmers <laughs> yes chokers i love 90s fashion oh my goodness i still dress like the 90s man chokers the doc martin i know y'all i know y'all are tired of me oh my gosh i love it i love the 90s fashion and like so many great movies we could dedicate a couple episodes to the 90s honestly i could go on and on like the 90s is my heart bro like i love the 90s i still dress like i y'all tired of me in this windbreaker i already know it like i i can't let it go it's just it was such a pivotal time chels like you mentioned earlier for like black people our culture was like at a spike during that time like Mm -hmm. no spike um but it literally was on the rise and like the 90s was just such a it was like a pinnacle for Mm -hmm. for black culture and black narratives in a way Mm -hmm. um but yeah and there's so many i mean there's so many movies we could talk about like i love jerry Maguire that came out in 96 that's such Mm -hmm. a great movie and kubigan jr did excellent in that 
And then, I mean, there's movies that talked about race that are kind of uncomfortable to watch, like 1998's American History X, you know? Mm -hmm. Or if you want to watch something lighthearted, there's Clueless. There's 10 Things I Hate About You. Like, there's (laughs) 90s movies... There's a genre. Mm. There's a genre. There's a genre. Yeah, there's like a list for every genre. So it's like, it's it's crazy diving. But since it's October, I picked a few witchy themed films. So (laughs) here we go. First one is Ghosts from 1990, starring the late great Patrick Swayze and an icon living. I love Whoopi Goldberg. Listen, (laughs) Whoopi. My gosh. (laughs) <laughs> if you haven't seen The Color Purple, directed by Steven Spielberg, oh, The Color Purple. Mm. <laughs> Whoopi to Cynthia Revo. I could just go all we day. We could Cynthia, go on. Revo played, of course, Whoopi Goldberg's character in Color Purple on Broadway. For those of you who do not know, I know this is a, a film podcast, but still. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoopi was hilarious as Oda Mae Brown. That was her character. She unravels as she sees a dead Sam Wheat, portrayed by the late Patrick Swayze, helps him solve his murder before he crosses over to the other side. So, of course, it's heavy and darker content, but she's full of laughs, and she's the comic relief, which I do like, and I will bring up that a little bit later in our next segment about what's ashy. Anywho, right. post-1990. Next movie is Practical Magic, 1998. Two witchy sisters, played by Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, respectively, drive their town crazy as they fight a curse of men who constantly die in their midst. Okay. Last but not least, The Craft, 1996. This has to be one of my favorite, like, witchy-type movies of all time. It's hilarious. Seriously? Oh, my gosh. Great movie. It's so fun. A new girl with, you know, the gift comes <laughs> to town to her new Catholic school, and she's quickly a part of a, a clique of a coven of witches. Yeah, coven. Not to be confused with American Horror Story coven, but a coven. So, you know, you got high school, which is grunge clothing, black boots, what more do you want? Taji, let them know what yours are. Come on. Like, Friday <laughs> is a staple for the culture. I can never get tired of Friday. Um, I want to say my favorite Friday is the first one. I know yeah. there's multiple. There's about three now. <laughs> um, but Friday, wow. What a way to just, like, show the diversity and the whole like scope of like the black experience in the hood, yeah, in a comedic way. Like, oh my god, wow! It's like, so awesome, <laughs> beautiful performances. Just what? like very simple cinematography. Um, it it was just so funny. Like all of that stuff. Like I know half the script they probably didn't even write. Like half the script was probably just improv. No. And like I love that. I love that so much. So Friday is a staple. You can never get tired of Friday. Like you know the neighborhood shoddy. Like they had like yeah. you know who's who's the gangsta on the block. Like they had the staple characters, and it was just a very well done project overall. Um. So Friday. Um. Okay. Let's do, okay, this is 2001, but it's still on the cusp of 90s. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Save the Last Dance. Guys, I love that movie. Like, that movie does something to me. Um, I don't really know. Sean Patrick Thomas, beautiful performance. Um, Julia Stiles, beautiful. Like, that movie was just such a great way to talk about 
um, interracial relationships and yeah. like race relations and cultural sharing um, mm-hmm. because, you know, mm-hmm. it showed the similarities that we all have pain and struggles that we share, um, but we're still able to love each other despite differences. Um, my favorite scene is when they were dancing at the club. That was my favorite scene. Oh, um, but yeah, so them falling in love with each other was just... It was I, so beautiful. And I feel it, like it was, was a, a beautiful project. It was also like the first time that I saw a movie that really talked about that subject. Yeah, really. And yeah. that was in 2001. Yeah. And we're almost at 2020 now. But it like, yeah, it was a very pivotal project. Um, I believe it was well received. Um, yeah, beautiful performances. The cinematography was great. You know, they had great lighting uh, for for my my black brother <laughs> so i was i was happy about that but you know it's an older movie it's a classic if you want like you know to watch a movie that has you know is reminiscent of those vibes 90s early thousands vibes like watch save the last dance it'll put you in your feelings for sure you know just around valentine's day yeah watch it with some ice cream and popcorn <laughs> so and good. shea butter all right last but not least <laughs> set it off 96 you know friday was 95 by the way set it off what is this voice i'm gonna set set it it off oh my gosh set it off (laughs) beautiful dramatic project it has not lost its weight it is still talked about to this day like they did a beautiful job casting this um these four ladies like i just wow jada pinkett smith uh, Queen Latifah, Kimberly Elise, Vivica Fox. Wow. Like what a great collaboration. Um, and just a movie that centers all black women, like just doing some boss stuff, like a crime action movie. Um, it's very sad. It's very like heavy, especially towards the end, but it was just nice. And you know, you had the comedic moments in there too, but it was just a beautifully done dramatic piece. Um, and it just it holds its weight. It its shelf life is like <laughs> forever. Like it it's just a classic. One for the culture. Um, yeah, it was beautifully done. Strong story. Classic. It's a classic. It's a I would, classic. I would put that in the vault of black classics. Yes. But I feel like we have those. We you know, have Friday, Best Man. Yes. Love and basketball. I know that's not nine. Love and basketball. That's that's a black classic. Gosh, okay, people used to after movie. they watched that movie, they was like, Okay, I need to find a dude who plays basketball <laughs> to love me. Right. It's like, girl, you don't even hoop though, but it's okay. Oh my gosh. It's like Brown Sugar. I got all those movies on DVD. Brown sugar. Oh my yes. gosh. I just need to go on a binge. I need to I need to like yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm getting so much nostalgia. I know. Yeah. Amazing. Goodness. See what we did? We talked about the 90s just a little bit. We're not even like diving. We're not even. Yet. Yeah. You know? We're not even in it, in it. But That's those like, are some of our favorites, y'all. Yeah. 90s movies is like an iceberg, so to speak. And it's just the tip of it, you know? There's Definitely. a whole conversation. Shout out to Titanic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How did I know you were going to say that? You guys. Todd is like, help, I'm trapped. <laughs> SOS. <laughs> Chelsea is crazy, y'all. <laughs> no, she makes me laugh and smile all the time. Like, this is how she's been from day one. Like, yeah. <laughs> I met her, I met her, Um, I want to say, was it my sophomore year? Yeah. It was your sophomore my year. My sophomore mm-hmm. year. 
Um, like I mentioned the first episode, we were in acting school together. Yeah. Like it was probably like a few days. It was like, oh he and then the 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 beast the unleashed. Beast. Was, I am Chelsea Johnson and you will take in me with all of my glory. Like, oh my god. Oh my god, stop. And in short, what she's trying to say is I was the transfer that wouldn't shut up. <laughs> Nobody said that. You said that you told on yourself. <laughs> They're like, yeah, y'all are crazy. <laughs> so she's like, okay, yeah. No, I love you. I love you, Ty. Love you too. <laughs> you guys want to know what? Ha- want to know how dedicated Chelsea is to um yeah. to black movies, especially old black movies, like tell how we're talking about. Tell it, tell it. So for my so for my twentieth birthday, it was junior year of college. Yeah, I was in my dorm. I was an RA at this time. And I was like, I had to do checkouts. And if you don't know what checkouts are, it's just basically when people leave for winter break or the summer or whatever. You have to like check through their apartments, make sure they're all clean and all that type of stuff. And it was my birthday. And I was like, oh, I don't really know what I'm going to do. Like, you know, everybody's leaving campus because my birthday is always around the time that people leave or it's finals, you know, all that type of stuff. And then she hits me up. She's like, yeah, you should come over tonight. Like, well, (laughs) you can spend your birthday at my place. Guess what we watched? Cinderella. Yeah. And you know which Cinderella I'm talking about. The black version with Brandy. Uh, The only Cinderella there is. The only Cinderella. We don't talk about any other Cinderellas. (laughs) With her favorite whoopee up in that thing. Like I had the best time. It was it was great. She she yeah. I watched Cinderella, the black version. Yeah. And uh the only version. (laughs) Right? And we binge insecure. And that we binged correct. Insecure. So much black content that day. I was like, she's a real one. She's <laughs> down for the culture. I love it. All day. Yeah. That's us, y'all. Like, that's, that's black content all day, every day. We love it. I love it. Oh, love you. Love, love you, you too. Oh. It's 2019, y'all. That's ashy. You need to be moisturized. <laughs> At this point, your elbows are cracked. Your knees are paced. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was Whoopi Goldberg was amazing in Ghost. Okay, no lie. But comic relief. And I got to say, Taj, I'm not super happy about how all the time Black people are there to help push the story forward mm-hmm. in a way to where they're like, you know, comic relief for the the assistants to the main right. protagonist, help them find them. The best friend. The best friend. I mean, that's ashy because that's okay. Maybe that's people play that role in life. Everyone does, no matter what color they are, you know, no matter what background they come from, if you're there for your friends, I get that. But for one race to always play the friend, that's ashy. It is ashy. Yeah. Yeah. We got to stop with the caricatures and the, just the stereotypical roles that black people are quote unquote supposed to play in films. I think what's great about the, um, the new works that are coming out is they're starting to like sort of how we touched on in the last episode is like, they're starting to expand past that. Um, So we're trying to break the narratives that have been set up for us. So like, instead of being the maid or the ghetto mom or Mm -hmm. the pimp or um, you know, the funny best friend like we're starting to break out of that and like hey we're all like 
the leads are all going to be black and we all have different personalities or like yeah. now we can be like, we can be the nerd. We can be this, we can be that. Like yeah. we can be the love interest. Like we can be so much more than what we have been like, I don't know, sought out to be. Um, and like, that's so, yeah, that, we, that we're that's actually seeing that. That's actually, we're seeing that one, one movie that really talked about being carefree and touched on like the hair culture, which I love. It's on Netflix. Um, if you guys want to stream it, Napoli Ever After. Yes. Snaps. Snaps. Snaps That film was so good. Like, I feel like that was one of the few movies that actually talked about, like, hair politics. Yeah. In, like, the Black community. Mm -hmm. Because some movies I feel like you're just watching something, but then there's movies that have a message with it. It's not just a movie. It's not just popcorn fun, you know? Ava right. DuVernay, Spike Lee, Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. You need to watch it and you need to listen. Okay? You have to There's watch their movies at <laughs> least three times in oh, order to yeah. just grasp what they were trying to say. There's Love so it. much. <laughs> There's so much more content. You know, we're just starting from the surface talking about 90s movies and, you know, the entire need of moisturization. <laughs> if that makes the entire sense. need the entire need like you said the elbows cracking the elbows are cracking My we're goodness. trying to moisturize the knees at this point because they're right? actually forever at this point i know but we've got our popcorn to keep us going right as we snack and share as we this snack is, and share <laughs> this is shea butter and popcorn tune in next week Yes. Well, yes. Uh, next Friday, we will be talking about our favorite rom coms. Ooh, yeah. Can men and women just be friends? I don't know. Right. You know, I that's know. something that's Question always of the decade. About, right? So, yeah. and then next week, we'll be talking about our favorite romance comedies. As always, this is Shea Butter and Popcorn giving you our honest, moisturized take every Friday. Follow yes. us at Shea Butter Pop on Twitter, at Shea Butter Popcorn on Instagram, or at Chelsea Music on Instagram. You follow me individually or Tajiana at Tajiana. Woo. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, please DM us any topics that you would like us to discuss on the podcast. And um, yeah, we'll catch you next Friday. Yeah.